0: Calling all cars. A copyrighted program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. feminist please calling all cars. Attention all cars. Broadcast six regarding a holdup on Terminal Island just before noon. There's two bandits. Number one, dark complexion, Mexican or Filipino about 20 years of age, wearing a dark suit and gray cap. Number two is also dark, wearing a gray suit and gray cap. These men may be heading north toward Los Angeles. Keep your eyes, old boy. That's all. Rolls and clothes. Mrs. Hazel Berg, living in Hollywood, is awakened at 2 a.m. by the ringing of her telephone.
1: Hello?
2: Goodbye, Hazel. This is Virginia. I've turned on the gas. I'm dying. But before I leave this world, I hate so much, I wanted to say goodbye to you. <laughs> goodbye, dear. Oh, hello? Hello, Virginia? Hello? Oh, Operator?
0: Also quick! This an emergency. Please, please. Also, police calling car 42, car 42. A woman committing suicide with gas at 7566 North Edinburgh in Hollywood. That's off. Let's go. Less than a minute after the emergency call was received by the police department, radio policemen crashed down the door, gave Virginia first aid treatment, and saved her life. A few seconds longer, and it would have been too late. And because the police meet hundreds of emergencies like this every day, when seconds saved mean the difference between life and death, they specify Rio Grande cracked gasoline to power more police and emergency cars than any other brand. This emergency gasoline galvanizes into action at the touch of the stock. It accelerates so much faster than ordinary gasoline. Police and emergency car drivers in Los Angeles, Oakland, Berkeley, and many, many other cities, as well as deputy sheriffs in Maricopa County, Arizona, and many other counties where great distances must be covered at top speed, all swear by Rio Grande Cracked gasoline as the fastest, most powerful, most efficient gasoline they have ever used. And every day, scores of motorists who try Rio Grande Cracked gasoline for the first time get the thrill of police car performance in their own cars. And now it is our pleasure to introduce Chief of
3: Detective H.S. Seeger, of the Los Angeles Police Department, Chief Segar. Good evening, friends. The law enforcement problems of the Los Angeles Police Department are complicated by large colonies of foreign language-speaking people in our city. These people do not always understand the work of our police officers. When our department attempts to solve a crime occurring in one of these foreign colonies, we meet many difficulties, as you will hear tonight. It is hard to make our mission understood and it is even harder for our police officers to understand the meager explanations in a foreign tongue. Despite these handicaps, there are mighty few unsolved crimes of any magnitude. Our detectives must merely work harder and longer tracking down clues. Eventually, we always get the culprits. Tonight's case is a typical of the disadvantages under which our police work. The description of the bandits was so vague it seemed almost impossible that we could even locate them. The story of the missing Mexican seeks that you are now about to hear is typical of the almost superhuman diligence of your police officers in working out a successful conclusion to a case that had no clues.
0: Morning of February 5, 1930. Mrs. Talky Nago, as is her custom, visits her branch bank on Terminal Island in Los Angeles Harbor. Good morning, Mrs. Nago. Oh,
2: good morning, please.
0: What will it be this morning?
2: Oh, I think I take out money today. All money in bank.
0: Oh, today's your big banking day, isn't it? Oh,
2: yes. Today, many fishermen, many canary-man, he pay off, he, he come eat at my extra special number one restaurant.
0: And you cash the checks, is that it? Yes,
2: I think maybe I eat for them.
0: Well, I can not see what you get out of it. Making oh. a bank for those boys.
2: Oh, very fine man. Extra special. Come find Japanese fishermen. Come number one American fellow. Give money. Still money. Last money in my humble restaurant.
0: Well, from what they tell me, they'd come anyway to eat your cooking. Oh,
2: you I cook go, very good?
0: And that's what they tell me.
2: Oh, very kind. You come to my place. I teach you something nice. Oh, you, you like some special seaweed?
0: <laughs> seaweed? <laughs> well, not exactly. Maybe
2: so. You like fish. Oh, very good fish. Eat it. Maybe so. Eight months old. <laughs> you like?
0: Well, I don't know, Mr. Doggo. You see, I'm not used to Oriental dishes. Well, here's your money, one thousand dollars in ten, five, and twenty dollar bills. Oh yes, yeah. there's a hundred dollars worth of one. Oh,
2: you, you count him. Is they all right?
0: Yes, I counted it. It's right, just a thousand dollars.
2: Oh, very good.
0: Now be careful of that money.
2: Oh yes, I careful. I hold tight in hand.
0: All right. Goodbye. Oh,
2: goodbye. And you'll not forget, I made special number one Japanese dinner for you. <laughs>
0: All right, Mr. Nagel. I'll drop in and see you someday. As Mrs. Nagel leaves the bank and walks down the street toward her chop-suey restaurant, a sedan, which has been parked across the street, makes a U-turn, passes the little Japanese woman and comes to a stop a few feet ahead of her. A young man gets out and, Stands with one foot on the running board, talking to his companion at the wheel as Mrs. Nargo approaches them. Then, just as she is passing, give to me that money. Keep <laughs> your mouth shut, you. Oh, come you give
1: oh, to me. Stop, stop it. Get it, the woods. Oh, stop, he's stealing money. Give to your all right, money. come on, on hold Come on, hold it, it. Come on,
2: 17 cents for the registered letter, 20 cents in all. Oh, Mr. Nago. Stop him, Stopping Stop him, well, What's the matter, Mrs. Nago? Oh, mum, steal money. All money. I have. If you grab money, and run away. you are stop him, please. What's this? Someone stole your money? Yes, all money and wealth. You got it. take taken from me. You'll stop him. you work for government. You'll stop then, him, Oh, but, Mrs. Nago, I can't stop him. I only run the post office. No, no, no. you work for Uncle Sam. You can't stop him. Please, please, sir. Now, him. look, Mrs. Nago, pull yourself together. I can't do anything about it. But you run over to the fire engine house across the street. Please? Right over there, to the fire engine house. And you tell them, and they'll call the police. Please? Yes, now hurry, now hurry. Oh, thank
0: you, Mr. Lee. Thank you, i am go Oh, my boy, you never should have left an opening like that. One, two, three. There, make that a king. Well, there's two more. That wipes you off the board.
2: Yeah, I guess
0: you got me that time. Hey, look at that Jap woman streaking across the street. No, oh, that truck, now
2: Dollar. He got her. Oh, Mr. Your you help. You help me. I find very great trouble. What's that? Oh, man, he grabbed money from my hand. He ran away fast. in a away deal.
0: What's that you say? You've been robbed? Yes,
2: yes, I robbed all money in the world. I got no more money. Please, you're stopping. You let money come back. How much
0: money did he take?
2: Oh, maybe so. I think $1,000. $1, $1,000? What did he
0: look like?
2: Oh, oh he's back. I think he maybe so. Mexican.
0: How was he dressed? Brick. What did he wear? He,
2: he wearing gray suits, carved to icing.
0: What kind of a car was it? Fleet. What kind of a car? Oh,
2: oh, automobile. Yes. Maybe so, bright green. Anybody with him? Yes, yeah, has friends. Friend drive car very fast.
0: What did the friend look like?
2: Oh, he makes a come through, maybe. He wears dark suit, carved to icing.
0: And which way did he go?
2: Oh, down that way.
0: Hmm, toward the drawbridge.
2: No, you think you'll find him? You're stopping him, maybe so. Didn't my money? Well,
0: ma'am, I'll do the best I can. Give me the drawbridge. Hello? Harry? Christ, at the engine house. Say, Harry, a couple of Mexicans just pulled a strong-arm job down here and got away with a grand. Lift that bridge of yours, will you? Yeah. Yeah, I want to hold up all the traffic from the island until the dicks can get over there from San Pedro. Yeah, I'm going to ring them right away. Mm -hmm. Captain A.L. Gentry and Detective Evans and Dunphy answer Captain Price's call. Dunphy is detailed to keep a lookout in San Pedro for the car and occupants answering the Japanese woman's description. And Captain Gentry and Evans cross to Terminal Island on the ferry. At the open drawbridge, a long line of irate motorists greet them with honking horns as they are joined by officers George Finn and C.H. Hydeley from the Wilmington station. Captain, we've been waiting for you. Hello, Finn. Got here as soon as we could. Hey, come on. Let's get going. All right. You'll be moving in a minute. That's yeah, about time.
4: Yeah, they're getting sort restless back there, aren't well, they? Well,
0: a little delay won't hurt them any. Now, here's what I want you men to do. Yes, sir? We'll drop the bridge. Then sift this line of cars and trucks up. Get the license number and description of every car and the name and address of every occupant. Yes, sir. And if you find a light green sedan with two Mexicans or Filipinos in it, one dressed in a gray suit and the other in blue, both wearing caps, Arrest him and bring him in. Right. I doubt if you'll find him in this lineup, though. The chances are they've abandoned the car. Evans and I are going to take a look around the island and see if we can locate it. Along the piers where the great liners lie moored... ...after their journeys from the Orient and the South Seas... ...and up and down the docks where scrubby tuna clippers... ...sway at their moorings, gentry and Evans search for the robbers. Their hunt leads them past warehouses... ...that smell of cargoes from far places of the earth... ...and through streets where the fishermen are drying their nets... ...past canneries and past lumber freighters. Finally, as they turn into seaside Avenue. Hey, Captain, this might be it. What? You see that sedan down there? parked right in the middle of the street. Both front doors are swinging open. Yes, sir. Say, we'll have a look at that. No. No, that couldn't be it. The description is light green. This car's blue. Oh, that don't mean nothing. That poor Jap woman was probably so scared she couldn't tell the difference between light green and dark blue. Come on, let's have a look. Okay. Hmm. Looks like somebody left it in a hurry. They've been running it fast. That radiator's hot. Who's it registered to? Mm, let's see. Now, you might know it's a rented car. California Auto Park in San Pedro. I'm going to ask that woman over on the porch there if she saw anybody in the car. Okay. Uh, pardon me, ma'am. Do you know who owns this car?
2: No, sabe. Did
0: you see anybody leave it there?
2: Si, dos hombres.
0: Two men, eh? See.
2: Si. What'd they look like?
0: Were they uh, Mexicans? Maybe. How were they dressed?
2: One, he wear gray suits. Other he wear blue. Well,
0: did they wear caps?
2: See, si. you know him?
0: No, do you? No, savvy. Do they live around here?
2: No, we will
0: never see him around before.
2: No, 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 savvy.
0: Well, that's good enough. Thanks. Well, Evans, your description tallies. I guess this is the buggy we're looking for. Yeah, a lot of good it'll do. These mugs didn't give the right names when they rented it. I'll bet. Well, we'll follow it up anyway. I'm going to phone the California Auto Park and see who rented this car. In the meantime, you'd better dust and photograph what fingerprints you can find. Right. The auto park manager informs Captain Gentry that the car was rented by 1J Colano of 8328 Street, San Pedro. On the way back from Terminal Island, the detectives checked this address and discover that it's a school building. They return discouraged to the San Pedro police station to determine their line of action. Well, we're pretty much up the well-known tree. Pony address, pony name, without a doubt. And they didn't catch a shadow of a suspect while they were sifting at the drawbridge. Those birds must have abandoned the car and come over to town on the foot ferry. Uh, they're probably miles away by now. You're forgetting one thing, Gentry. What's that? Those prints I photographed this afternoon. Yeah, if the guys have ever been up before, well, they may help us. Well, anyway, it's not as bad as it could be. Huh. Oh, hello, boys. Hello, Sebastian. How's the merchant's patrol? Okay. I dropped over from the island to get the latest dope on the crime. Well, there is much dope. We found an abandoned car with some prints on it. Well, that's something. I've been up at the bridge with the boys checking cars. You didn't have to do that. You're paid to guard warehouses, not to do our work for us. (laughs) Well, I wanted to get in on the excitement. Yeah, from all I hear, there wasn't any. (laughs) Not very much. But I thought I'd drop over and give you some dope I got on the hunch. Still playing hunches, Sebastian? Yeah. Sometimes they're a good idea. Well, I don't know whether this is worth a nickel to you, but a few days ago I saw a couple of Mexican sheiks over on the island that were dressed like the ones described in this holdup. Yeah? What were they doing? Oh, they were innocent enough. Had a couple of girls with them, and they were taking pictures. But here's where the hunch comes in. Somehow, they didn't look on the up and up to me, so I took the license number of the coupe they were driving. I got it here someplace. You want it? Sure. Here, here it is. Here. 5 Edward 1495. Wait a minute. I put down that number again while I was checking at the bridge. I'm sure I did, too. Wait till I look at this other list. Yes, sir. Here it is. 5 Edward 1495. Chrysler Coupe with two Mexican dames in it. Yeah, here's their name. The Gonzalez driving, accompanied by Mona Martinez, both employed by the Gold Star Fish Cannery. And they live up on 8th Street near the school. Yeah, we know all about that school. That's where this guy who rented the car lives. Hey, you'd better hop up there to the girls' rooms and see if you can find them, Evans. By the wire to Sacramento and get the registration on this license number. The Department of Motor Vehicles quickly replies to Captain Gentry's query with the information that License 5E1495 is registered to Dolores Gonzalez at an address on 3rd Street in San Francisco. In the meantime, Detective Evans is calling at the girls' lodging. Yes? You the landlady here? I am. I'm trying to locate Dolores Gonzalez and Mona Martinez. They live here, don't they?
4: Well, they did. What do you mean? They checked out a half hour ago. They did? That's what I said.
0: You know where they went?
4: No. And this ain't no information booth for their boyfriend. Wait
0: a minute. Don't shut that door in my face. I'm not a boyfriend of theirs. I'm a police officer.
4: A police officer? Oh, I always knew them two would get into some kind of trouble. Oh, no,
0: they're not in trouble. I want to question them.
4: Well, they ain't here. I told you that.
0: Are you sure of that?
4: Sure, I'm sure of it. Oh, here's the money they paid the rent
0: with. Here, just a minute. Let me see that doll. Hmm. New $1 bills. Five of them. I'll give you a $5 bill for them. What for? Because I want them.
4: Well, all right, I guess. If your five's good
0: money. Well, if it isn't, you can always find me at the police station. Look here. You said something about the boyfriends of these two girls. Did they have many?
4: Oh, it wasn't the number. As the kind there was. What do you mean? Oh, a couple of sheep used to hang around here most of the time.
0: What did they look like?
4: They were Mexican. One was sort of dark and the other was lighter with curly hair.
0: Ah, you don't have a picture of them, do you?
4: Why should I have a picture of them?
0: Well, I, I just wondered. Did the girls have any pictures of them?
4: Ah, uh, they was always taking pictures. That Dolores girl had a roll of film in her hand today when she paid me the rent.
0: Oh, she did?
4: Yes, yeah, she did. Look here, I don't see where this is getting anybody and I got a lot of work to do.
0: Quite all right. You told me all I want to know.
4: Why, I haven't told you a thing.
0: That's what you think. Thanks very much.
4: Good day. Well, I declare...
0: The landlady's dollar bills bear the same serial numbers as the money issued to Mrs. Nargo. Every drugstore and Kodak store in San Pedro is searched for the roll of film. Every traffic policeman and motorcycle patrolman is furnished with the number of the Chrysler Coupe on their daily hop sheet of wanted cars. San Francisco police are asked to watch for the two girls in the coupe, and police in Ventura, Santa Barbara, San Luis Obispo, every town between San Francisco and Los Angeles, are requested to be on the lookout. The following morning, Lieutenant Barlow, police department fingerprint expert, sends his report to Captain Gentry, who is opening it just as Evans bursts into his office. Well, here they are. What? The missing pictures. Where'd you get them? Picked them up at the Green Cross drugstore. They were in the name of that Gonzalez girl. Oh, that's swell. And us say, look here. Barlow reports that the prints on that car are the same as those of Paul Giojola, alias J. Colano. Well, I'll be. Use his old aliases when he rented the car. Yep. He's on parole now after serving time for a robbery job in 1928. Huh, up to his old tricks again, eh? Looks like it. Let's say. <laughs> Here's a kick. <cake>. Yeah? <laughs> oh, this is good. His address, entered on his police record, is 832 8th Street. At school again. (laughs) (laughs) well, let's have a look at those pictures. Yeah, here they are. Two women and two guys.
1: Hmm.
0: Well, so far, so good. They fit the description. Yeah, here's the wavy-haired one wearing the gray suit and the darker one in the blue suit. Yeah, and look at this. The wavy-haired one poses full face with one of the dames in this picture, and then in this one, he poses profile. That's as good as shooting him for the mug book. If we can find a mug on him, it'll be a cinch to identify him. Well, one of these guys is Colano. The question is, which one? Better get Barla to send you his mug. I'll do that right away. And you take these snaps over to the island and see if you can get an identification from the Japanese woman. Oh, yeah, and you'd better stop in on that landlady and the parking station manager. See if they recognize him, too. All right. Mrs. Nago, the distraught victim of the robbery, is doubtful in her identification of the man in the blue suit, but is certain that the one in the gray suit is the same as the criminal who seized her money. The landlady identifies the curly-haired man as Delores' boyfriend, and the darker one as Mona's Sweetie. The manager of the auto-renting park identifies the darker suspect as Colano, the man who rented the car. But the police are stopped when they try to identify the curly-haired man in the gray suit. Then the next day, a traffic officer, L.H. Bowden, stands his watch at 6th and Spring in Los Angeles. Hey, buddy. What are that green coop going down Spring? Okay, jump on. What's that? I wanted car and they didn't stop. Well, you can't get through that traffic on 5th. Here we are. Pull over to the curb. Who, me? It's you. The big idea of not stopping when I blew my whistle.
4: Were you whistling at me?
0: Yes, I was.
4: <laughs> Dolores never stop when men whistle at her.
0: Well, she better stop when a man wears a badge. I got to put you girls under arrest.
4: Arrest? What for? Why well, we
2: stopped with that light back there?
0: Yeah, I know. It ain't that. This car is wanted.
4: Wanted by who?
0: Wanted by the police.
2: Oh, but this is my car. It's not stolen. It's mine. Hey, we ain't done nothing.
0: I can't help that, girl. I got to take you in. They protesting their innocence, the two girls are booked at Central Station and then transferred to San Pedro, where they are questioned.
4: Ah, oh, come on, boys. What's the big idea of Pinch and Dolores and me? We ain't done nothing.
0: Nobody said you have, Mona. We just want to ask you some questions, that's all. Yeah, yeah and show you some pictures.
4: Pictures? What kind of pictures?
0: Oh, some friends of yours.
4: Some friends of mine? Who? Oh.
0: Did you ever see this guy before?
4: He? Um. No, never saw him before in my life.
0: Sure of that? How come he's posing with you in this shot?
4: Oh, I... Say, what's the idea of copying our pictures, Oh, you huh? can
0: have them back after we're through with them. Sure you can. But right now, we're interested in this guy in the picture with you. A pretty cheeky-looking boyfriend, ain't he, Mona?
4: <laughs> yeah, he's okay, but he ain't mine. No?
0: Whose is he?
4: Dolores. We just pose that way for fun.
0: Yeah? Who took the picture?
4: Dolores.
0: Sure it wasn't this guy.
4: Why, uh...
0: Who's that? Oh, come on, Mona. You wouldn't fool us now, would you?
4: Oh, I don't know who he is. I never saw him before.
0: Well, how about you, Dolores? We found a money order for $25 in your purse. Made out to a Julia Gonzalez in Puerto Rico and signed by Ignacio Gonzalez. Who is this Ignacio Gonzalez, Dolores? Your brother?
2: I haven't got any brothers. He's a ghost friend of mine.
0: How come you got the money order?
2: He asked me to send him.
0: how did you pay for it? The new dollar bills?
2: What do you mean?
0: Maybe the dollar bill was taken from that poor Japanese woman a couple of days ago on the island, eh?
2: Say, what are you trying to pull off? I don't know nothing about no new dollar bills or so hold up.
0: Who is Ignacio Gonzalez, Dolores?
2: Just a friend of mine. Is
0: this a picture of him?
2: Margaret, how did you... Never
0: mind how he got them. Who is this man in the gray suit? Is this Ignacio
2: Gonzalez? No, I tell you, I never saw him before. your
0: have. Why, here's a picture of your friend Mona and him, and Mona tells us you took the picture. Now who is this Chicolores? What's his name?
2: Well, we uh we call him Buddy. That's the only name we know. He's uh a friend. He's been visiting down here from San Francisco. But it ain't Don Norton. You can't see anything on him. <laughs>
0: Convinced that the man in gray is the same Ignacio Gonzalez whose name appears on the money order in Dolores' purse, Captain Gentry has Los Angeles and San Francisco check their mug books for the man. A couple of days later, the records from San Francisco arrive and the police pictures check with the snapshots. After four days, the girls are released for insufficient evidence and declare they are leaving for San Francisco at once. Gentry asks the San Francisco police to keep a lookout for the girls' coupé and also to watch the Gonzalez girls' address in the northern city. A week later, as detectives George P. Wafer and P. H. Keneally are cruising the waterfront in a radio car looking for stolen automobiles, they pick up Dolores and Mona parked in their Chrysler coupé. They arrest the girls on suspicion of robbery, send them to the station, and remain on watch near the Chrysler. Shortly, a big sedan comes up beside the coupé. Doing? You're sleeping? Just a minute, boys. We want to talk to you. There, stop! We're police officers. Threading their way at breakneck speed through the narrow streets around the waterfront, the police car follows the fleeing sedan. <laughs> the fast is the pace of the police car and smashes into the rear fender of the sedan before it can be stopped. Well, this baby won't run away anymore. Dead? Look at him. Four bullets in the head. Yeah, but there was two. Where's the other one? He must have jumped out as they hit the curb. Come on, he can't be far away.
3: In the wrecked car, detectives wafer and Keneally find the body of Kalein. Apparently shot at the wheel as he sought to escape. But Ignacio Gonzalez had escaped in the darkness, and although police scoured the vicinity, he was not found. But so extensively did we advertise for him, and so persistent was our search that, nearly a year year later, when he was admitted to a hospital in Stockton for treatment of a minor injury, he was promptly recognized and arrested. Gonzalez was a confirmed criminal who had been arrested 11 times in five years. This time he was convicted on a charge of first-degree robbery And it is doubtful if the parole board will again release such a habitual offender from his present home in San Quentin Penitentiary. Thank you, Chief Seager.
0: gentlemen, Chief Siger has been talking tonight to an audience of millions of people, which include many boys and girls who are anxious to help the police departments of their cities enforce the laws and capture criminals. The Rio Grande Junior Police Department has enrolled hundreds of thousands of these boys and girls on the side of law and order. Rio Grande supplies police badges, detective microscopes, fingerprint outfits, and other detective and G-Man paraphernalia free to all members. We invite every boy and girl listening tonight to join. See the Rio Grande dealer in your neighborhood and ask how you can get your detective outfit free. And parents, bring your youngsters with you when you drive in for Rio Grande cracked gasoline. While they're enrolling for crime prevention, why don't you enroll for accident prevention? Now is the time to lubricate for safety, and your Rio Grande dealer is equipped to give your car scientific Sinclair lubrication. This is entirely different from the ordinary grease job you usually get. Sinclair engineers have worked with the manufacturers of your car, of every car, and both have agreed upon a certain Sinclair oil or lubricant for every moving part. Sinclair lubrication is the kind your car maker specifies. Sinclair makes over 120 different oils and greases to ensure that your car is scientifically and correctly lubricated. All Rio Grande cracked de gasoline dealers are equipped and trained to give your car Sinclair scientific lubrication, the kind that prevents accidents. Officers please calling all cars, attention all the cars, a camp vacant broadcast six. The suspects described in this broadcast are now in custody. That's all. Roll for This is Frederick Lindsley, bidding you good night the Rio Grande Oil Company.